Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone. This is Helena Hart, and welcome to the Master Your Magnetism podcast, where I bring on top experts to help you create the life and relationship you've always wanted. Today, I'm talking with Valerie Green. She's a love and relationship coach who helps people attract, reignite, and maintain lasting love and intimacy in their relationship. So welcome, Valerie. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, Helena. I always love talking with you. I always love talking with you too. I always learn so much doing these interviews with you, which I absolutely love. And today we're doing something a little different. We're actually going to answer a question that came in from one of my listeners. So I'll go ahead and play the question next so everyone can hear it. Hi, Helena. I love your show. I just wanted to ask a question. Me and my partner seem to always fight every time we go on vacation we've been together for two years we've been on one two three um four vacations and we have major blowout fights on every vacation i have no idea why um this last vacation was so horrible and he ended up catching COVID. He was on the vacation maybe a week before I went and met up with him and joined him. And he ended up catching COVID and it just was a disaster. And he's been so upset with my response because I really felt like he didn't protect me. He still wasn't wearing a mask, even though he had COVID and I work in the medical field, my sister's compromised and also I have a son um, who was back home that I was coming home to and it's just like I'm just trying to resolve these issues and it's really seemed to put a damper on our relationship. So maybe if you can teach me how to keep my cool during these uh high strenuous times especially on vacation um where we're trying to enjoy and it just ends up being a disaster sometimes thanks so valerie i'm really curious what's the first thing you have to say to answer this question yeah um gosh there's so many nuances in this question which i love um, and I hope to get to all of them. So the first thing that she said is every time they go on vacation, they argue. And that's the first thing that I wanted to address. Um, because it's important that when you're asking for what you need, that you do it in a way that doesn't start an argument. Um, and it sounds like, you know, in, in her question, she said she asked him to wear a mask and he got angry. The, the way is, how did you ask him to wear a mask? You know, mm. um, and um, so I'll, I'll kind of share my general principles for how to ask for what you want without arguing. I know we did a whole interview about that and it was like 45 minutes. So I'll yes. try to make that quick. <laughs> um, but the first thing to do 
is to recognize that when you're angry, anger is actually a secondary reactive emotion. Underneath that, there's always a softer feeling like sadness, like fear, like hurt or like shame, something like that. And if you lead with anger, then you'll start an argument. But if you lead with the softer feeling and the need, then that goes a long way. But most men still feel made wrong when we share our feelings. So it's important when you ask for what you want that you validate his point of view first. So what that would look like is, hey, I understand you don't want to wear a mask. Masks are uncomfortable. I don't like them either. And I really need to feel safe. I feel scared when I'm around anybody that's not wearing a mask that has COVID. I want to protect myself. What can we do here? I want to protect myself. You don't want to wear a mask. I feel really helpless about this. We need to solve this issue. How can we solve it? You know, so you're- I like that. That's brilliant. You're showing up in a collaborative way. You're staying in your circle. So I'll explain what that means because that's really important. So you can kind of look at a relationship as a Venn diagram two overlapping circles where your thoughts, feelings, and actions are in your circle and his thoughts, feelings, and actions are in his circle. And then in the middle, they overlap and that's your agreements and your shared experiences and your shared vision and values and all that. And so if you go into his circle and make him wrong or tell him what to do, then you'll start an argument. But if you stay in your circle, so you notice how I was in my circle. I didn't didn't even say when you don't wear a mask. I said when I'm around anyone who has COVID and doesn't wear a mask, I feel really scared. I feel scared about my health. I feel scared about, I think she said her sister had a compromised immune system. I don't Mm want to put words in her mouth. I feel scared for her health. I really care about protecting her. What can we do here? You know, so you're just staying in your circle and you're not making him wrong. And what I want to say is if you just stay in your circle and you're not making him wrong and you validate his point of view and it still turns into an argument, then I share this in week six of my online course. Um, I have a whole flow chart that I share in there um, where if, um, if he still gets angry and, you know, starts arguing with you when you stay in your circle, then you can say something like, Hey, I really want to hear what you have to say. Could you please lower your tone of voice so I can hear you? And then you can ask him questions. Oh, okay. So what you're saying is you don't want to feel restricted. Is that true? Tell me more about that. What happens when you imagine feeling restricted? What, what are the consequences? What, what is it that you really want here? What are you concerned would happen if you didn't get what you want? You know, so just to be really curious about his point of view, and that should get him to calm down and talk. And if you do that and he's still arguing, then he doesn't have the skills that it takes to have a successful relationship, you know, because um, it, 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 then you're doing everything that you can. So, I mean, that's, that's my kind of advice in a nutshell for how to avoid an argument. But then of course I want to address the rest of her question, but of course I'll take a breath. Yeah. yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. She also sent over some background info. And in that, I believe she said that there was something in her intuition before she even left to go on the trip that things were not organized and she just kind of already felt this coming. So I'd love to hear your advice too on sort of how to express that before maybe to like Mm. stop an argument before it even starts or prevent conflict from coming up in situations like this. Yeah, exactly. Um, And she said it seemed disorganized. So um, I mean, I would want to know more about what that means. Um, 
but it, it, is it just because what I do recommend is when you're communicating, you wouldn't want to say it seems disorganized because that's a label. You'd want to point out specific things. Like, for example, oh, I noticed that you're going and it seems like you're going to be doing a lot of indoor activities without masks and you're not really going to be organizing ways to stay protected. Is that true? You know, mm-hmm. um, and then you would want to validate him, always validate him because it's important to not put him on the defensive and say, well, you have every right to do whatever you want and I want you to have fun. And I don't feel comfortable going if that's the case. I want to go. I want to spend time with you and I need to stay safe. And I don't really trust that I'm going to stay safe in those circumstances. So Mm. what can we do here? You know, so you're not making him wrong. You're just talking about the circumstances. Yes. Love that. I mean, it sounds like, um, you know, he did show up and try to make her happy during the trip, even though he didn't keep her safe. So I did share how to talk to him about that, but it sounds like, um, so I'm just, I'm reading her question too, because you, you know, you asked, um, mm-hmm. you did, you did send it to me in writing. Um, it, it, so it sounds like what happened was, um, I mean, it makes sense that, you know, he wasn't protecting you and you felt like you had to go off by yourself and then you didn't check in on him, which is something that you can take responsibility for, but he's not taking responsibility for his actions. And right. Is that, the just yeah mm-hmm. and then it sounds like after the vacation was over he's giving her a hard time for the way she reacted she admits that she didn't handle it you know in a way that she normally would have wanted to and it yeah. sounds like he's almost like punishing her for that so I'd love to hear your thoughts on that too right exactly um and I mean unfortunately that's just um what a lot of people do and um so I wouldn't write him off just because of that but it's important to have a repair conversation um and I'll, I'll describe what a repair conversation is um so basically it's important if he's your if, if you're considering him for a long-term relationship that he can take responsibility for what he did and that he's willing to learn and grow from it because otherwise if you have a growth mindset and he doesn't then you're going to grow apart Mm-hmm. And then it's not going to work out. So like, this is where the rubber hits the road is like, can he do a repair conversation with you? And a repair conversation is really, really simple. Um, it has three components and I'll explain why they're all important. So the first component is that you take responsibility for the behavior that you're not proud of. And the second component is that you acknowledge the impact that that had on the other person and empathize with them around that really make them feel like you you got it you got that there was an impact and you're willing to have empathy for the you know challenging feelings that that caused and then the third part is that you do a do-over so what that means is how would you have acted if you could do it over again and the reason why that's so important is because the subconscious mind is trained by repetition and emotions right Mm -hmm. um And strong emotions get programmed in, right? And so you're going to feel the healthy emotion of guilt when you own the impact. And that healthy emotion, because guilt is healthy, uh, shame sometimes isn't. Like guilt says that I'm not proud of how I acted, but I'm still a good person, as opposed to I'm a bad person, right? Mm -hmm. So you want to, that's healthy guilt 
is when you're owning, I'm better than this. And that feeling, that emotion then causes you to remember when you do it over. That's how you retrain your mind for how you would do it differently next time, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, And so what that would sound like if I were her would be, hey, you know, I'm really not proud of how I acted. And I would like to have a conversation where I apologize and we we make it right. How does that sound? And then, of course, she's going to ask him to apologize after, but she doesn't need to say that in the beginning. Um, (laughs) That's a good point. Yes. Um, You know, because you want to inspire him to have the conversation. So then, you know, she might say something like, I mean, I I wasn't there. So these are my words, of course. But, you know, I'm so sorry that I didn't check in on you when you were sick. I know that the impact for that was that you must have felt abandoned by me or not cared about, especially since you did so much for me. You know, is that how you felt? And then he would say yes. And, and, you know, or, or he'd share how he felt. And then you would say, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I really care. Um, you know, you, it's important that you feel moved by however he feels. Um, and if he's like going off and being angry, then similar to what I just said, you want to say anger makes sense. And in order to really give you empathy, I need to feel like it sounds like you were angry on the surface, but you also felt hurt or rejected. Is that how you felt? And I'm really sorry for that. You know, I don't want to do that. If I could do it over, then I would have checked in on you X amount of times. I mean, I don't know, you know, what really makes sense. And I would have made sure that you were taken care of. And I would have done everything that I could have to, you know, make sure that I'm taking care of you just as much as you're taking care of me. Because, you know, just a caveat that she was saying it is her job to take care of her. Yes. And it's the feminine partner's job to give back after she is received you know it's not like yeah. a one-way street i think a lot of people interpret masculine feminine energy as like oh the guy gives to the woman and then she just receives and she shares her positive feelings back and that's all she has to do well okay <laughs> i mean in the beginning sure but when you have a partnership of course that has to be mutual you're giving to each other but it's the masculine partner gives first and then the feminine partner gives back like that's the the general order of things. And so, I mean, she doesn't have to say that to him, but I'm just saying like, if you could do it over, then you would have given back, you know, cause it sounds like that he does, he did do things for you during the trip. Um, and then you would want to say, you know, what is it that you need in order to forgive me and let it go? Right. Because mm-hmm. then, he should be willing to do that. And if not, then he's the kind of person that holds a grudge and that doesn't make for a good long-term relationship partner. So um, that doesn't mean he has to forgive you in this conversation. I mean, he might say he needs time or he'll let you know or whatever. And then, you know, you need to wait until he does let you know. But um, then what's really important is that you say, um, great, you know, I, I'm, you know, I thank you for listening to me and thank you for um, being willing to have this conversation. And then I still have things that I would like you to take responsibility for now that I've taken responsibility. Um, are you willing to do that? And you'd want to do that in your own circle again. So you'd want to say, like, when this happened, I felt, you know, um, you know, for example, like when um, I was around you and a mask wasn't worn, 
right? That's staying in your circle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not saying you didn't wear a mask. I know it's hard, but it, mm-hmm. doesn't, it, it helps to not put them on a defensive. I felt terrified. I felt terrified for my sister, you know, and I really needed more consideration. And so I would want you to tell me, you know, that you get the impact of that. And I want you to tell me how you would do it differently if you could do that over. Yeah, I love it. You know what I really like about this repair conversation is it's so hard to get this right in the moment when we're feeling triggered, right? So one of the top questions I get from women is, we had this argument. What do I do now? Should I reach out first? Should I wait for him? And of course, every situation is different, but I love the idea of this, doing everything you can on your side of the fence, having that repair conversation and then seeing what he does. Does Mm -hmm. he respond with emotional maturity or does he not? And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, sometimes it takes men a little while to get in the habit of doing something new. Right. Right. um, do you have any thoughts on that? I would love to hear a recap of this repair conversation too, because I think it's so important and anything else you have to say on this topic. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the three components of a repair conversation that I think are most important are number one, that you take responsibility for the behavior that you're not proud of. Um, which is when I said, you know, hey, I'm not proud of that I didn't check in on you, right? That's, that's the example that I'm giving. And then you, number two is that you own the impact that that had, which is usually I, I understand that that probably made you feel that I didn't care or that you felt rejected or that you felt abandoned. Is that how you felt, you know? And then he would say how he felt and then you give him empathy, you know, gosh, that would have, that must have sucked. I know I would have felt you know, the same way if I were you and it makes total sense, right? That's empathy and validation. Um, And the third step is to do a do-over. And that's the most important. I mean, they're all important, but (laughs) it's, Mm -hmm. it's most important for reprogramming how you show up because the strong emotion of the guilt coupled with, you know, you being really conscious about this is how I want to show up that programs it in to, you know, your subconscious mind. And with repetition, then it'll become a habit. Absolutely. I think that's so great. I love everything you said about how to sort of prevent arguments and conflict from happening before they start too. I mean, I know you're a genius on that. We did a whole interview on my YouTube channel on how to, you know, how to transform conflict into intimacy and bring a man closer. So if anyone's in this situation, I would highly recommend applying for a breakthrough session with Valerie. I know there's a waiting list. I don't even know if you're accepting new clients now, but uh, is, can I include a link to that in the description of this? Oh, sure. Yeah, I do offer a free 90 minute session for anyone who has the time and the investment to work with a coach. And the reason it's 90 minutes is because it's important for me to create custom programs. I'm not one of those cookie cutter coaches who's like, okay, you know, here's what we're going to do in a 90 day program. Um, I really want to know what was your history? What have you done so far to overcome it? What is your vision? And then we co-create a plan together. And uh, depending on how, many steps there are in the plan. That's how long I, you know, suggest working with someone, but obviously it's a collaboration. People usually work with me anywhere from a month to a few years, you know, depending on how much support they want. Like one person I coached for 10 years on and off, but it was like, she was dating and then it didn't work out. And then, 
you know, she was um, then dating her now husband and then they got premarital coaching and then they got married and then I coached them after they got married for a bit. So, you know, it's, I love creating custom programs and because of that, I do have a waiting list. So at the time of this recording, which is September of 2021, I have a waiting list, but you know, if you're listening to this in the future of that, I might not. So of course you're welcome to apply. Okay, great. Yes. I just wanted to mention that before I forgot. And thank you so much for your answer to this question. I just wanted to include, I mean, I think I mentioned this earlier, but I just wanted to say to this woman or anyone in this situation is, you know, just to reiterate that you want to see what he does, right? Yeah. This isn't about you, you know, over apologizing and like, you know, coddling his ego. And then it's just like a bottomless pit and you never get it back. Right. Yeah. If this is happening. I believe she said every time they go on vacation, I mean, eventually, if you're going to end up living with this man, I'm not sure what your ultimate, you know, vision is for the future of your relationship. You know, these things might come up over and over. Maybe it's all that time spent together where these things come out. So yeah, watch what he does after implementing these steps that Valerie shared. Don't you think, Valerie? Completely. And we did record another interview uh, uh, on this platform about how do you decide whether it's time to leave or not. So maybe depending on what he does, she can listen to that one. Yes, yes. I'll be posting these both right around the same time. And for everyone listening, if you have a question that you'd like us to answer, feel free to email it to me just like this amazing woman did. Just send it as a voice memo. You can record a voice memo right on your phone if that's easy for you and then email it to me at Helena Hart coaching at gmail.com. That's H E L E N A H A R T coaching.com. Make sure to put podcast question in the subject line and keep the question as short as possible just to make it easy for us to answer it in a general way like this. And we'd love to hear from you, Valerie. I know you have some free gifts that you'd like to share with my audience too, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I actually have four free gifts, but I only have three currently on my website because I'm so busy. I haven't added the fourth one. Okay. If you go to my homepage, which is coachvaleriegreen.com, V-A-L-E-R-I-E-G-R-E-E-N-E, then you should see on the top, it says free eBooks training. And I do have um, two free eBooks for women and one for couples. Um, And so you can check those out and I think they're valuable resources and obviously, um, you know, one is how to stop fighting and another one is how to express your feelings in a way that doesn't push a man away, which we talked about in this call. And another is for single women on how to really be magnetic and attract a man who's actually right for you. So. Yeah. And if you're, you know, I know this woman's in a committed relationship. If you're single or dating and listening to this, Valerie also has an amazing, super affordable book on commitment. Can I include a link to that too in this one? Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, I'm actually publishing it on Amazon probably early next year, but for now it's available on my website and you can absolutely send the link to that. It's only $9.97, and Awesome. Basically, it's anything from whether you're newly single and dating to if you're dating a guy for a couple of years and he's not proposing. I walk you through the entire stage of whatever process you're in and I help you to inspire him to commit to the relationship that you want. 
Perfect. I love it. Thank you so much, Valerie. This was amazing. And for everyone listening, make sure to click the follow button on my podcast homepage. If you're listening on Spotify, you should see it there. It says follow in all caps. If you're listening on Apple podcasts, click the three dots in the top right corner, and then you can hit follow after that. So you don't miss any of my future episodes. So Valerie, thank you so much again. I hope we can do this again soon. Likewise. It's been a pleasure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're tired of struggling in your love life and you want a proven system to get into and maintain a relationship where you're consistently loved, valued, and cherished, go to forever1234.com. Again, that's forever1234.com.